A hundred years ago, the dark wizard Hollowell raised an army and tried to conquer the world. He was stopped by an unlikely hero, Sheriff Asip Stormwood. As Hollowell died, he prophesied that he would be reborn twice more and rise again. Stormwood looked him in the eye and said if Hollowell did, his descendants would strike him down. Sheriff Asip Stormwood went on to form Stormwood and Associates to make sure they'd be ready for Hollowell's returns. A private detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. 25 years ago, Hollowell returned for the first time, and a Stormwood made good on Asip's promise. But the third coming of Hollowell may not be so far in the future. But the young Raz Stormwood just might know it's coming, and she plans to be ready. Previously on Stormwood and Associates, the Stormwood team was hired by a guy to recover his boss's stolen Mustang. Turns out that boss is uh, Mr. Prudence, who actually previously hired the team, but he doesn't know that the team is working on trying to get his precious sentimental car back. The car has something in it, by the way, that we don't know what it is, but it's something special. And the car turns out to have been stolen by a group of thieves, which include NK's ex-girlfriend, Michelle, and Michelle's brother, Turk. The team tracked down uh, Turk, Michelle, and the third member of their team, Walker, to a garage, where it turns out that not only were they aware that the Stormwood team had been hired to recover the car, but that they kind of orchestrated the Stormwood team getting hired to recover the car. You see, they were hired by this guy Damien Cole, the uh, CEO of Coltec, a massive tech firm in the San Ricardo area. To, they were hired to steal the car, sort of. What happened was is that a member of their team, Juan, got kidnapped, and he said, uh, if you don't give me this car, I'm going to kill Juan. So they stole the car, but didn't get one back. Shocker. So, the team has pretty much deduced that if one's being held anywhere, it's going to be at the Coltec headquarters outside of town. Coltec headquarters is a massive complex. It is unreasonably massive, and I may have said the wrong size last episode because I think I proposed a building impossible as a structure. So, <laughs> just as a retcon for whatever I said in the previous episode, I may have said this, I may have said a higher number in the previous episode. I had said the diameter of the building. The diameter of the building is officially, though now, one mile. Still huge, still massive, still bigger than the Pentagon, but, you know. Let's just be clear. Anyways, our team has been looking at the plans of the building with the uh, three thieves in the conference room of the Stormwood and Associates office. The plans to the building are being displayed on the hollow display. It is, again, it is a large circular building with five stories. The graphics are rotating, showing there are multiple ramps. To, there are ramps on the outer level that if you're driving counterclockwise would take you up, 
and if you were driving clockwise, yeah, there are always ramps to go up. If, if you're driving counterclockwise, the ramp is on the right to go up a level, and then to go down a level, it's on the left if you're driving counterclockwise. The building has a... So, all right. That's where we are. This is being displayed. Our characters are talking about breaking in. I think we can actually start going now. <laughs> All right. NK just kind of looks at the map. Based on the plans, it looks like the office for uh, this Damien Cole is on the top level, on the fifth floor. There's a hmm. The center hall, again, I, I said this before, but to reiterate, the center hallway on each level is about three or four, like, driving lanes wide, assuming people get out of the way. There are occasional pillars that we're going to, that we would have to, you know, dodge around. Yeah. But the, the, but Damien Cole's, so if you'll notice that so it's a circle but there is kind of a rectangular protrusion along one side and on the ground level that's the main entrance to the building and on the top level that's where um damien cole's office is besides the main entrance there's also so the center of the circle the circle is is open and it's kind of this park um there is a road on the ground level that connects one side of this large, massive courtyard to the other. There's also, underneath the building, a large parking garage. And it does appear, based on the public plans, that there is an entrance, the, the entrance from the parking garage onto this road in the center park area. So the two main ways in, like, if we're gonna drive, if we're gonna try to drive a car into this building, the two ways in are either through the front doors because the entryways are wide enough. Like we'd still be driving through glass doors, but the entryways are wide enough for a car. Or we'd have to go up through this, through the parking garage, and then the two sets of doors on the ends of this path—one on the north side of the building, one on the south side north side of the courtyard and on the south side of the courtyard. Both of those are wide enough to get a single car through. Can we access the parking garage? Well, it's a general employee parking garage. Um, while there may be some sort of... Well, there may be some sort of key card required for employees, that doesn't mean we can't hack it. I, I'm going to be honest, I'm still kind of stuck on the whole we're driving in a building part of the plan. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure, why not? If there's a problem, they can solve it. If you need to find someone, they can do it. 
Stormwood and Associates is a detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. If you need help, they'll be there. But don't get in their way. Or else, you'll get caught in the eye of the storm. The circumference of this building is over three miles. Good to know. Hmm. Hmm. Walker kind of lifts his head. The blonde elf walker. So, we need to so we're going to need to do this in more than one vehicle, right? Yeah, for sure. Because we sure sounds to, that way. We need to retrieve the Mustang and retrieve Juan. Because this guy gets nothing. Took one of our own. He took family. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting to. Best family. I I understand it's family. That's that's why I was saying that. But it's family, right? Yeah. Right, Turk. Okay. All right. So now, where the Mustang is is going to be hard. Now, like it's odds are I'm I'm betting that. And we can try to verify breaking into the security feed when we're there that Juan is up in the office, but that's the only logical place to hide him in this building because that's really the only area with opaque walls. Everything else is glass. And obviously, if a whole building is glass, you can't hide someone in it. And she just gestures at like the wall to the rest of the, the Stormwood office and... You see across the island, uh, the, you see across the office, Brian turns his head up almost like a scared gazelle and then runs away. <laughs> <laughs> to our defense, we didn't plan on hiding in here. Well, no, Did... I'm, I'm saying, though, that if so, if he's hiding a person in the building, that's where he's got to be, right? Right. Makes sense to me. We need to figure out where they would keep a car. So, Bill, you were... Did you detect anything... You did, I'm sorry, GM question. You detected... We had you detect some spooky stuff at the place where they dropped off the car, right? Like that... The, I, there was I think we... Yeah. Yeah. I, we tried. Yeah. And then Kenosis. All right. So, if you use detect spooky, do you think that you could, like spot the signature again once we're in the building? I mean, uh, probably. I mean, I've got a pretty good uh, memory for spooky feelings. Okay. Oh, I should mention, besides the road on the north side of the building, there's also a um, freight elevator. 
that in theory a vehicle could be put in. So we can we could drive between levels. There's multiple sets of ramps around the building. But likely I doubt that they drove the car through the building. But it also does mean because that freight elevator could fit a vehicle pretty easily, it could fit a couple, that that freight elevator could have been used to put it anywhere in the building. Did they want people driving through this building? I don't think they're expecting people to. I, I'm, you know what, sure, yeah, well, that's makes sense. Elevators have to be big. It's fine. Michelle kind of looks up. So we're going to need people to fit into teams then, right? We're going to need someone to drive Bill around. To Because I'm assuming you're not going to drive yourself. Oh, God, no. Not in a high-stress situation like this. Okay, so someone needs to drive him around. And we need someone to go for Juan. But, so, with him, though, so we need someone to go to drive Bill, but we also need someone to go with Bill to take the Mustang. Like, if we, when we find the Mustang, someone's going to have to drive it out. It's true. Yep. So, we're going to need driver, Bill, and a backup driver in that car. Then the rest of us are going to go after Juan. Makes sense. Well, I've got two drivers right here. Coin it, NK and Babbitt. So the thing is, is that, um, so going to save one, we don't know what kind of security is going to be up there. Damien Cole is obviously someone going after magical items. Mm -hmm. So the odds of dealing with a mag an illegal magic user are pretty high. Oh, boy. Actually, no, I guess that it kind of is it, oh boy. Yeah, sounds like you'll need a little bit of my expertise anyway. Well, I mean, she just like pulls out a gun, puts it on the table. I mean, magic works, but so does this. My point <laughs> is just that it might not be an easy one-on-one -on -one thing. I nudge MK with my elbow. I like her. I'm scared. So. I mean, if, um, if Bill Babbitt and NK want to do, want to be the Mustang team, I can join you guys in rescuing Han if you need extra muscle. Juan. Juan. His name is Juan. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, his, his name is Juan. It's, uh, there yeah, we go. We call him Juan Yolo.
Sure you do. <laughs> you can call him whatever you want there, bud. <clears throat> cool. It's because you only live once. Quarter mile at a time. Yep. All right. So I'm that thinking... That sound like a, an okay plan? So... Your body? Don't make fun of my Michelle voice. Um... <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so I'm thinking that we take three cars to go. Three cars to go, please. Three cars. Package them up real nice. NK, NK, Babbitt, and Bill, you go after the car. Heck Walk yeah. Walker and I will take my car. And Raz, you can ride with Turk. Sounds good. And I pat him on his bald head. Let's go look. <laughs> Remember, Vin Diesel's 52 years old. We all have to live with that knowledge. And he looks good for his age. I mean, that series is like 20 years old. I know, right? <laughs> 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 But to be fair, we're dealing with like first movie level characters here. Um, yep. I don't. I think we're in the sixth episode of this. We record these before we release them, so yeah. So this is episode six. What is what is the name of the fifth of uh, the sixth Fast and Furious movie? Fast six? No, it's fast five. Oh. Fast Do you want me to go six? check real quick? I have to leave the room, but I can check. I can look. I have the I internet. Own. Oh, I own them. It's just Fast and Furious six. Yeah. That's yeah. a. But. Oh, they get. Yeah, real it should have been Fast Five, Furious six. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's Furious seven. Although yeah. it lets us do Serious seven as our seventh episode. So. Um, because we'll definitely hit that. When when are we going to do this? Good question. Do we want to go during the day or at night? If we go during the day, it would probably be easier to get through the garage. But if we go at night, we have fewer civilians in the building. I mean... Uh... Be nice to get in easy, easily, but it's also don't want to hurt too many innocent bystanders. I mean, assuming they are innocent. They are innocent, aren't they? I mean, it's a tech company. They are responsible for the real estate prices going up in this town. 50-50, then. Coltec background information for the GM, from the GM because your characters would have will know about your characters know about Coltec. It's just like they would know about Microsoft or Google or Apple. Coltec is a uh, major tech firm. You don't know everything that they do, but they you know they've got a smartphone division. They've got an operating system division that it does mostly in um they have in fact, actually, you have a Col your hollow display is a Coltec made display. 
Oh. They are the they are the uh, the the largest supplier of holographic display technology in the world. Um, that's just a fun piece of world building. That's not actually important to this episode, so don't bother latching on to it. I'm not going to have like car holograms fooling you or anything. Although I should have planned that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's there. Uh, effectively, all you need to know, like you know is that they are like a major tech supplier with some highly profitable products and this is their corporate headquarters they're one of the most valuable companies in, in your world so that's why like you know what coltech is you don't know everything they do but you know about them awesome sauce all right The building you're breaking into was such a newsworthy piece. It's called their Starship Campus. Um, it's also known as the Big O. No relation. I like that beer. Oh, I was thinking about the anime series, but okay. Yeah, that's... Yep. <laughs> so was I. I'm the only one who thought about the, the beer because I it's a local to me. <laughs> So don't worry about it. It's okay. Um. So when do we want to go? I would say at night, so we don't have as much competition. I don't know. Okay. I mean, security. I'm also fine with night. Security's going to be the same either way. It's just a matter of how easy it is to get in certain routes. Now, do we want to all go in the same way, or do we want to split up on our entrance? I think splitting up could be fun. Splitting up's probably smarter. Okay. So... Alright, so we've got a few issues with getting in. And Kate just kind of, like, raises her hand. <laughs> So normally there are cement barriers that can lift in front of the main entrance, which would prevent cars from, you know, doing this thing that we're going to do. So someone's going to need to break into the security system to disable the barriers. Um, so there's... Now, if whoever goes in the parking garage, those barriers can go up and down because they don't like the aesthetic. So they detect their their motion activated if a like large enough object is moving towards the building, like the size of a car. But if one of us who if, if whoever is going in through the parking garage, as long as one of those people has the knowledge on how to hack into their security system. Um, in other words, one of the teams needs a hacker. Um, whoever goes in the basement route needs to be able to hack in and disable the barriers. Also, they're going to need that to get by the security gate in the first place in at the parking garage. So not my car. 
So, obviously, I can do it. Turk sticks that up. I owe my way around to the next prompt. <sighs> what the wonders never cease. Yeah, I can. I can take out security. Walker just kind of looks. Yeah, he's he's kind of a moron, but he's good at taking out computers for reasons that no one can understand. Yeah, I'm good with it. I'm I'm not gonna ask why. I'm good with it. Also, any of you want a DVD player? No, we're good. It's, it's 2020. It's uh, yeah. <clears throat> they make nice gifts. Give them to your family members. Family members do use DVDs still, that's true. Mm. But you give it to your mom. No, I'm I'm fine. Thanks, thanks though. Doesn't your mom want a DVD player? I I don't think so, no. Do not value your mother. That, the, that is a weird conclusion to come to. When's the last time you called your mom? I, I don't see why that's relevant. Well, I mean, have you asked her if she wants a DVD player? Stop trying to unload the DVD players. Nobody wants the DVD players, Turk. I'm just saying. Nice, nice gift for your mom. Okay, so we're gonna go at night. Great. Yeah, let's <laughs> go at night. Okay. Um. So, who's taking? So here's my thought. You guys have a destination with going to the top level, right? There's going to be security guards in this building. If you guys are going, so you guys are going to be going to the top level while, like, directly, while the rest, while us three are going to search the building, like, in its entirety, right? So why wouldn't it, wouldn't it make sense, though, to, like, try to split up security? So whoever's at the parking garage is going after Juan while the rest of us... So that way the two cars that go in the front door split up with one going to the top level and the other one searching the building. So all three cars are at a different point in the building, which will split up their security. Excellent. That makes sense. Works for me. Good. Okay. And Kay smiles to herself. Well, I guess uh, you and me are taking the parking garage then, whereas. Sounds like fun. Where are we going? Yeah, when are we going? Are we going now? Well, it's still daytime. So. Okay. <laughs> or at least still oh, daylight. Oh. I think we got to the end of the work day, but yeah, it's still daytime. If I'm wrong, 
it's just a continuity error, and all of you at home can, <laughs> you know, at me on the Discord, nerdandtie.com slash Discord. All right. So, I'm assuming you guys are then going to wait for Nightfall. Yep. All right. Scene transition. The sun set. The moon rises. Stars are out. It's pretty. Um, our team is splitting up into three vehicles. NK is, of course, driving her red Volkswagen Golf, where... Babbitt and Bill are riding along. Who's in the front seat? Who's in the back seat? Uh, I feel like I should be in the back seat because I'm going to, like, freak out this for most of this. All right. going to be a lot of screaming. There's going to be a lot of screaming. All right. And then the other ones are easy where Turk Domino is driving his black Challenger Again, legally distinct character uh, with Raz assume riding shotgun, and then Michelle is driving a Toyota Supra with Walker on board as well. But I didn't make Walker a driver for some reason. <laughs> Which just means he's the worst driver on the crew. All right. You guys get in your car. And I'm assuming we're going pretty late, like after midnight, like middle of the night stuff. Yeah. So it's nighttime. It's the Coltec campus is outside of the city because it's on a massive chunk of land. Um, it's not really close to a lot of stuff it's kind of buried in the mountains um this is a massive complex um crickets are chirping or whatever nighttime sounds i find in my stock music library um you guys drive out there fairly uneventfully and three cars nicely line up outside of the property you ready to do this? Hell yeah, I am. Alright, so when you have the barrier down, signal us because we're going to be charging in immediately because when we when you deactivate one part of security, there's always a chance that some other security system is going to come online in response. So we're probably only going to have a narrow window to break through, to get past the barriers. Got it. All right. So, NK's car and Michelle's car are going to wait. Um, Turk drives you down to the entrance of the parking garage. The parking garage has a gate down, obviously, you know. They're not completely clueless about security here. and uh, But there is uh, obviously a terminal where someone would swipe a badge to lift the gate and let them in. Leaving the car, um, putting, you know, 
putting the parking brake on, but leaving the engine running. Um, Turk gets out of the car and pulls out a small... Um, I was going to say PDA. Actually, yeah, that'll be funny. He pulls out a Palm Pilot <laughs> and pops the trunk and pulls out a rat's nest of cables, including, like, so he's going through, like, five adapters to, like, the the Palm Pilot to its serial cable to, like, like eight other things, and he pops open the the like the casing around the detector and he tips it forward and like with two alligator clips like clips into like four wires and then on the palm pilot he starts to key in commands using graffiti on the stylus (laughs) he begins to key in a series of complex commands entering the system's database recalculating um, the time of day, changing all the settings, and um, deactivating the sensors by telling them they're going into maintenance mode for checks. Um, the one, those of you up on the surface level, see the barriers that are normally down pop up and pop down three or four times. Like clearly, some systems being reset. Like you see these massive, like concrete barriers, like sh- like shoot up and like up and down out of the ground, like by the, you know, hydraulics that are, like, lifting them up and down. Like, something clearly weird is going on. And after about a minute, um, with a, like, after a minute, he's just kind of, like, also then, like, smacks the PD, smacks the Palm Pilot on the side. Um, it's a Palm 3, for the record, for those of you looking at the tech. Um, smacks the Palm Pilot on the side, uh, you see a small spark shoot out at the panel where he's alligator clipped in and briefly all the lights turn off in the entrance to the parking garage and then they come back on the parking garage gate the goes up open and you guys see the barriers outside drop down with a final thump and you hear over the comms I'm in. Does that work? <laughs> that was a technical solution. Does that work? Oh, it works beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> Thank and you. How does it? Graffiti was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I switched oh. that to a Palm Pilot last minute because that was funnier. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, Turk gets back into the Challenger and drives into the garage. NK and Michelle both floor it towards the building. At this point, I need everyone to roll me initiative. Oh, boy. Nine. I also got a nine. <laughs> all right. I got an eight. You guys all rolled terribly. Yes. Huh? Yeah, that's why I said oof. <laughs> all right. Raz, what's your swiftness? No, it's Raz is the main character. Raz gets the <laughs> oh, right. the tie. Okay. If 
we might not have always remembered to do that, but between main character, main character gets it. Um, just like you guys will always beat fodder characters who roll the same initiative as you. All right, so Michelle guns the Supra, and NK floors it on the golf. Both cars drive up the, to effectively hop the curb onto the walking path on the campus, are headed straight towards these giant glass doors. The building is still illuminated, so it's this giant glowing round building in front of you with the, the part you're going into is this large, like kind of rectangular area that juts forward off of this. Um, it's a sizable area. It's not small, but like the, all the, the whole, every, all the walls that you see outside are like, are glass. And so you're just getting this, like the whole building is like the first level and like everything in the center, like glass rectangle is lit up. Um, but, like, most of the building is dark this time of night. You guys plow through dramatically as the two drivers reach the front of the building. The glass sh sh doors shatter as you enter the two different sides of the glass. The, the glass doors shatter on the outer doors, and the inner doors are slammed off their hinges. Um... going to roll something real quick neither car takes damage <laughs> I had to check and NK turns to the left going clockwise while Michelle turns to the right going counterclockwise Turk floors it and uh drives through this parking garage it is a parking garage it is largely empty you know you get a nice dramatic shot of the car driving you know through the empty concrete in the darkness um, eventually he gets oh boy hmm? I said oh boy eventually he gets to the ramp to, and you end up up in the courtyard he pulls a dramatic right turn and ends up he's driving north on the path to the north side of the courtyard and plows the challenger through the glass doors and he's fine. <laughs> uh, every, all three cars got very lucky rolls there. And he's going to turn left. Left. Yeah, so he's going counterclockwise. And so, yeah, he dramatically, like, plows the doors and makes a dramatic skidding, oversteered left turn, the back end swinging out, and then pulling forward. And check the map. Immediately in front of him is a ramp to the second level, which he is going to take. All right. So, I'm realizing I'm controlling the physical position of all these characters. <laughs> yep. Have fun with that. Good luck. Great. All right. Well, it'll be it'll be more fun once Babbitt finds the car. So, all right. 
we are going through the order where at NK, NK is going to the left. Bill, I need you to tell me what you're doing as we go. Are you constantly looking for Spooky? I am in a state of detect Spooky while trying not to scream. All right, so here's the thing, Bill. Okay. Roll me a D10. <clears throat> dude, dude. Eight. All right, so I got good news and bad news. Oh, boy. The good news is you're detecting spooky a lot right now, but you're also the bad news is you're pretty sure what you're feeling is not the car yet. Okay. This structure does not appear to have enough support beams to make it work. And what you're seeing arcing through this whole building is kind of magical energy that is holding it together. Hey, guys. I, I, I don't think this thing is being held up by the laws of physics so much as it is by magic. As in the building. What does that mean? Everyone's on comms, by the way. I, we never established it, but everyone's on comms. We gave you a best As in, this building doesn't make sense. It shouldn't be structurally feasible at all. But there's magic flowing through all of it. It means it's okay to take out the pillars if we need to. <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably. So, so the few pillars you do see, Bill... Are yeah. pretty much like teeming with energy. Like you think that's how the spell has worked through the building. I do not take out pillars. Wait a minute. What? No, no, no. There's a lot of energy in those pillars. May oh, like they might be holding everything up. Like As pillars. Sense okay. That makes yeah, but more magic. My name is Trey Dorn, and I was your Game Master for this session. Joining me, as always, was Kyle Johnson as Babbitt, Nick Izumi as Bill, and Gen Proc as Raz Stormwood. Stormwood and Associates is a production of Nerd and Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com slash stormwood. You can also find us on social media at Nerd and Tie on Twitter, nerdandtie.tumblr.com, and facebook.com slash nerdandtie. This podcast can be subscribed to on anywhere that major podcasts are found, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and uh, quite a few other places, and anywhere that takes an RSS feed as well. To be continued. Hey, while you're still here, let me tell you about another podcast on the Nerd and Tie Network, and that's Let's Be Legendary. Let's Be Legendary, the Fey Wild West, is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play game. So, an actual play game like this one, but like, you know, in a system 
people actually use in the real world. Set in a homebrew Wild West steampunk world, uh, the Fey Wild West follows two people discovering what it means to be in a relationship, all the while seeking revenge and learning the truth of their pasts. Let's Be Legendary Podcast is an LGBTQ plus podcast with both main and minor characters, as well as players falling under the queer blanket. A heavy RP game with a focus on story and characters. And you can hear it every week here on the Nerd and Tie Network. And you can find all of their subscription information and links at nerdandtie.com slash legendary.